Let's get positive with three twins I like for the 2023 season coming up on today's episode of Locked on Twins. You are Locked on Twins. Your daily Minnesota Twins podcast. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network. Your team every day. And welcome to the Lockdown Minnesota Twins podcast. Today is Wednesday, December 28th, and I'm your gracious host, Nash Walker. Thanks for making Lockdown Twins your first listen every single day on the Lockdown Podcast Network, where it's your team every day. Again, this is Nash Walker. Four seasons, four off-seasons writing about the Twins at TwinsDaily.com. Three seasons, four off-seasons hosting a daily podcast on the Minnesota Twins. Coming at you with three Twins I like. For 2023, and the criteria in this, unfortunately, Thursday will have three twins I dislike. Because I'm, I'm going to keep it, I'm going to keep it real with you. The criteria criteria for this, I'm often not going to choose players who already had a good year in 2022. I'm going to pick players who might be under the radar, who might be showing signs that there's more in the tank that I sense are slept on or undervalued for the 2023 season. That doesn't mean they had to have a poor year. Like this isn't a bounce back list. This is three twins. I like who I think are going to be better than they were in 2022. And generally I think are slept on as real factors and real assets for the 2023 season. I have three of them today. And I really, I narrowed this down and I was looking deeper. I was looking at StatCast metrics, batted ball data, you know, expected metrics, how my, how I watch the year, you know, I watch 150 twins games a year. My thoughts as I'm watching, obviously that factors into everything I do and say on this show, it's a mixture of both. It's, it's the numbers and it's, it's like we, we hear the eye test, right? Watching the games. I have three, I think all three of these guys are slept on as, as, big-time contributors for the 2023 Twins, health-permitting, health-permitting. Some players I like generally, who I will always like and always be high on, Alex Kirilov, Royce Lewis, who I've liked since they were prospects, it's hard to project them to be healthy. So there is this feeling here. I pick three guys. They don't have clean bills of health. One of them does, but two out of three don't have like clean bills of health. But I feel better about their health than I would about Lewis, Kirilov, you know, even Sonny Gray, who had a nice season. So I, I wouldn't pick him. I think he's, you can expect him to put, put together a similar season, hopefully with more innings in 2023. Health is a factor in this though. Let's start. I have a position player. I have a starter and I have a reliever. Let's start with the reliever. And I hinted at this a couple weeks ago, and I will continue to ride this train, chugga, chugga, choo on the Griffin Jacks train. And it's not just because of that driveline video we saw of him throwing like 115 miles an hour or something ridiculous. It's because there are underlying numbers here with Griffin Jacks that show he should take another step forward in 2023. Chief among them, and I've, I've hinted at or I've said it before, with runners in scoring position in 2022, and Griffin Jacks, solid year. He cut his ERA by three runs. He was a solid setup man. He was the twin second best reliever in the bullpen for a lot of the year to the Yoandron. With runners in scoring position, 75 plate appearances, opponents hit 302 with a 378 on base percentage, scored 26 runs off Griffin Jackson, 75 plate appearances with runners in scoring position. 
without runners in scoring position or with no no men on base, I should say, nobody on base, opponents hit 191 with a 237 on base percentage and scored three runs on Griffin Jacks with no one on base in 2022. Usually those numbers will even out. This was the case with Carlos Correa for a lot of the first half. Wasn't hitting with runners in scoring position. I'm getting tweets. I'm watching. I'm thinking. I'm frustrated. What's going on? Is this is this going to change? And it did in the second half. Unfortunately, the Twins were already out of it. But these things often regress to the mean or progress to the mean. And Griffin Jacks was lights out with nobody on base. With runners in scoring position, got beat around a little bit. You could argue it's a higher pressure situation. He didn't pitch as well. And I think there's some truth to that. But opponents only slugged 397 in those spots. And to hit 302, slug 397, I think there's some some bad fortune for Griffin Jacks with runners in scoring position. And it's furthered by his expected ERA, which was 3.17. His actual ERA was 3.36. That's a pretty big difference. And the driveline video is pushing this for me. If you gain three miles an hour, and I think he gained like 2.8 on his fastball. I think he gained a clean three on his slider and a clean three on his changeup. His changeup was a, an awesome weapon for him as a, a tertiary weapon. If you gain three miles an hour in one year, who's to say you can't gain another or another or another? I think it continue to can continue to grow. I don't think he's anywhere close to done as a finished product, as a, a bullpen weapon. Griffin Jack's 92, 93 as a starter. Now he's 90, 95, 96, reaching 97 in one year's time. Now he's at driveline pumping it. I think Griffin Jacks could turn into a relief ace in 2023. I'm like really bullish on him. And it's beyond the numbers, you know, with the runners in scoring position without the expected ERA, the driveline video of him working his butt off this offseason. It's a year under his belt, getting comfortable in a new role. That It's downplayed. That is a huge adjustment to go from a starter to pitching high leverage relief innings especially for a bullpen that was struggling. I think there's going to be less pressure on him because Theobar had such a nice second half, because Jorge Lopez is in the picture, because Yoandron has emerged as one of the best relievers in baseball. Jorge Alcala is coming back. Griffin Jacks, there's going to be less pressure, and I think that's going to help him gain confidence as a reliever in 2023. I think he grew a ton in 2022. I think there's more coming in 2023, and I think he's going to become – one of the best setup men in the American League in 2023. I'm super bullish. The stuff is there. The results were solid, but the underlying results were better in 2022, and he's still growing as a pitcher. He's still working. I love, love, love Griffin Jacks for 2023. I got a position player and a starter coming up for you after this word from betonline.net. Betonline.net is your number one source for sports betting info, stats, news, and analysis. Get the latest odds and trends. For every professional and amateur league out there, from pro football to college bowl season to basketball, we've got it all at betonline.net. And if you've already listened to Locked On Twins today, you are. Thank you. And you're going to listen to Locked On Sports Day. You're going to listen to Locked On MLB with our friend Sully. Please call him Sully. He's the best. You can find more podcasts at BetOnline as well. They're always the fastest and the easiest way to get your betting info. You can head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. BetOnline is where the game starts. I prefer the bigger screen on a desktop or an iPad, but you can use it on your phone if you prefer your phone. I mean, a lot of people like to do everything on their phone. You can make bets. You can listen to podcasts. You can do whatever you're looking to do at BetOnline.net. They are your number one source 
for sports betting info, stats, news, and analysis. Head on over to betonline.net. It is where the game starts. Thank you for making Lockdown Twins your first listen every day. Make sure to check out Lockdown Sports today. The biggest stories around the sports world in 20 minutes or less, plus instant reactions, game recaps, and Lockdown's take of the day. Lockdown Sports today available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcast. Number one was Griffin Jacks, players I like, twins I like for 2023. Second on this list, a position player, Jorge Polanco. Twins territory knows. If you're a Twins fan, obviously you know the name. He's the longest tenured twin. You know he was an all-star in 2019. You know he was terrific in 2021, hit 33 home runs. Last year was interesting. 2022 was interesting for Jorge Polanco because when you think about his season, it was underwhelming. He never really got going at the plate, it felt like, and then he got hurt and his season was over, and that was a big reason why I think the Twins collapsed because he is an under understated important part of this team. Jorge Polanco is, is a key on this team. The reason I really like him for 2023, the knee injury down the stretch, a little bit concerning, but he's been an Iron Man throughout his career. The reason I like him, his batted ball data was exceptional compared to the rest of his career. He was in the 91st percentile in expected weighted on base average. That takes in quality of contact, what you're expected to, the damage you're expected to do. 91st percentile, that was a career high. Jorge Polanco hit the ball harder, more often than ever, and in the air more often than ever, and that leads to home runs. That leads to extra base hits, hitting the ball hard and in the air. He's averaged over four wins above replacement at baseball reference in the last three full seasons, an average of four plus wins above replacement. I think it's 4.1 in 2019, 2021, 2022, an average of over four wins above replacement. And that's, you know, borderline all-star level. I think generally Jorge Polanco has slept on for 2023. It was interesting. I was, I'm on Cubs Twitter a little bit. I'm looking at Cubs Twitter and they were saying a pipe dream second baseman that the Cubs could trade for Jorge Polanco, a pipe dream. And for Twins fans, you know, we don't think of Jorge Polanco that way. At least I don't. You know, I want to speak for the fan base. But I think he's just, he flies under the radar. He plays every day. Last year got hurt down the stretch. I think forgot about him a little bit in September. But he's he's vital to this team. And when he's not there, it's noticeable. It's noticeable when he's not out there. He's one of the best players on the team. And for 2023, I'm, I'm hopeful he's going to translate that batted ball data into one of the best seasons of his career. He was tied among second basemen, tied for second among qualified second basemen since 2021 with a weighted runs created plus at 122. 2021 was was such a poor season for the Twins. 2021 was such a poor season for the Twins. Many people checked out in the second half. I was hosting a daily podcast. I was watching Jorge Polanco have the best season of his career. He really did. He had the best season of his career. Only Marcus Semien had a better season among second basemen. Polo hit 33 home runs. He was outstanding in the clutch. He was top five in win probability added in all of baseball. He was exceptional in what was otherwise an awful year for the Minnesota Twins. Awful, awful year. I think Polo can do that again in 2023. If I'm going to do it with Griffin Jackson, say the runners in scoring position numbers will they'll regress and get back to what your overall line is. I'll do it with Polanco. I don't think he's going to hit like he did with runners in scoring position in 2021, but I think he can get back to 30, 35 home runs in 2023 and, and be that guy we know he can be, which is a four or five win player, super vital part of the team every day. Iron man, you know, most durable player on the team. I really like Jorge Polanco for 2023. And I think generally 
He's always slept on, not just in Twins territory. I see it a little bit outside of Twins territory, the respect, but I think around the league, he's slept on. He, he's an all-around really good player, Polo. I, I'm I'm excited about watching him in 2023. And you don't remember his skills. Like you don't remember how good he is until you watch him step back into the box and you go, Oh, I feel really good about Polo here with runners in scoring position. Oh, I feel really good about Polo here in a big spot. I've made the case before. I, there's not a player on this roster I want more at the plate in a big spot than Jorge Polanco. Like you could argue Luis Arise, you could argue Byron Buxton, but I think Jorge Polanco is my pick every single time. If I have runners at second and third with two outs and the Twins are, are trailing by a run, I want Polo. If the bases are loaded with nobody out and the Twins need a couple runs, like I want Polo at the dish. I, I think I would pick him out of anybody. That shows like to myself how I feel about him. And because of the batted ball data and how it was the best of his career, basically in 2022, I'm bullish on Jorge Polanco for 2023. We got one more and exciting starting pitcher after this word from NHTSA. You're hanging out with some friends and putting back a few drinks. A few becomes a few too many. As the evening comes to an end and people start to head out, you think of calling for a ride. Nah, you live nearby. You can make it home okay. It's no big deal. News flash. It is. What's the worst that could happen? Your insurance goes up. You lose your license. You lose your job. No. Worse. Everyone knows about the risks of driving drunk. The results are tragic and often deadly. However, that still doesn't stop everyone from getting behind the wheel while under the influence. That's why police officers are out there right now looking for impaired drivers on our road. It is a problem. If you think you're okay to drive after a few drinks, think again. Play it safe and plan ahead to get a ride. It's so easy to get a ride. It only takes one mistake to change your life or someone else's or both forever. Drive sober or get pulled over. So, so important. If you've had a few, just set up a ride. Just pay the 10 bucks for Uber. Get a ride. That's a word from NHTSA. My last twin I like for 2023 in the starting rotation is Tyler Malley. Tyler Malley, shoulder issue, shut down his season after the trade deadline. But this is someone I was really excited about before the deadline and then post-deadline. I was really excited about him. If you look at his baseline numbers, the 440 ERA in 2022, he's been like a four-plus ERA pitcher in his career. But so much of this and so much of the excitement for me was get him out of that ballpark. In his last three seasons, Tyler Malley, we know 100 is league average for ERA+. plus. He's at 117, so he's 17% better than league average. His fielding independent pitching, which is factors a pitcher can control, 384. He's pitched much better than his ERA over the last three seasons, and this is a big reason why, and a big reason why I like him for 2023. Expected batting average on four-seam fastballs in 2022, minimum 250 plate appearances. He is tied for first with Christian Javier. You remember the playoffs? Everybody's talking about Christian Javier's invisible, amazing four-seam fastball. In terms of expected batting average, Tyler Malley on par with Christian Javier in 2022. Expected Woba, my favorite my favorite number on the StatCast page, on four-seam fastballs, minimum 250 plate appearances, so bringing in starting pitchers mostly. Nestor Cortez is first at 239. He was an all-star. Tyler Malley is second at 273. Christian Javier is third at 274 across all baseball. Expected Woba on four-seam fastballs in 2022. That is an elite pitch for him. He pairs it with the splitter, a nasty splitter, and I'm hopeful the cutter will come along. The cutter slash slider he throws to righties. I'm hopeful that will come along 
and play better at target field. I think certainly will play better. The numbers are in this. In the last three seasons, or I'm sorry, in the last two seasons, 21, 2021, 2022, he's given up 40 home runs in those two seasons combined. If he had pitched at target field, those home runs are cut to 27. 13 less home runs in the last two seasons combined pitching at target field rather than Great American Ballpark. The shoulder, we've heard this offseason, all good reports. Now, he was saying that at the end of the year and clearly wasn't right when he came back off the injured list. But Tyler Malley, I'm, I'm excited about for 2023 because I think he's 28 years old and I still think there's a ceiling here for him. I think there's a high ceiling for him to become a true frontline, you know, playoff game two starter. You feel really comfortable putting on the mound in a playoff game. I think he's talented enough. He's got the repertoire. The fastball plays super, super well. Gets on hitters quickly. It's not big time velo, but a lot like Joe Ryan. It just, it gets on you. Like Bailey Ober as well with that riding action. I really like Tyler Malley. And I think Twins fans in the league will sleep on him too. If a player gets hurt, and this is true for Polo as well. If a player gets hurt, and their season ends, you just forget about him. You just forget about him. And you say, well, I don't know if he's going to be healthy. I don't know. I don't know. And we don't. We don't know if Tyler Malley's shoulder is going to be healthy. We don't know if Jorge Polanco's ankles and knees are going to hold up in 2023. But if they do, I really, really like these guys. And I can't predict an injury. I can't predict whether someone's going to be healthy or not. I can take the information we have and say, I think it's more likely Alex Kirilov and Royce Lewis miss a lot more time than Tyler Malley and Jorge Polanco based on reports you hear Derek Falvey talking about Malley. And he said Kirilov is progressing well, and Royce Lewis is progressing well. Tyler Malley has a track record of pitching well, you know, of pitching better than his his ERA suggests. And that's why I think at, at 28 years old in a walk year, he, he slept on for 2023, Tyler Malley. Griffin Jacks, Jorge Polanco, Tyler Malley. The others, I mentioned Kirilov a lot today. I want to put them on these lists. I, I'm going to have a breakout candidates list, my top three breakout picks, which is different. These are twins I like. I like these twins. I think these twins are going to put up a really, really nice year. I think all three of these guys are undervalued for 2023 and looked over. That's why I like them. I like them beyond how they're viewed right now. Breakouts? Breakouts is more like I was describing earlier. You're coming off a poor year, a poor couple of years, or an injury-riddled year, but you're really talented, and I still believe you can break out in 2023. And if they do, then that's going to change the trajectory of the team. If Griffin Jacks, Jorge Polanco, and Tyler Malley have the seasons I think they're capable of having, that's going to change a lot of the outlook for 2023. Again, I think it's more likely Polanco and Malley stay healthy than a Buxton, a Kirilov, a Lewis, uh, even a Sonny Gray. It's not guaranteed that they will. It's it's sort of like last year. When we talked about Buxton last year, we talked about the offseason last year. It was make it matter. That was my whole, my whole tagline. If Buxton does stay healthy and they just extended him last year, you got to make it matter. Like he likely won't. He likely won't. And he didn't. He didn't stay healthy. But if he does, you're gonna like it. And you got to make that matter with additions around him on the roster. With Jorge Polanco and Tyler Malley, they might not. They might not stay healthy all year. They might not even have a complete season or close to it. But if they do, I think they're going to make a huge impact on this team, both of them. And Griffin Jacks was healthy last year, so I'm, I'm less worried about him. But you never know. You never know with, with pitchers as well. All three of these guys I will cover extensively throughout the offseason. As we look at projections, I will factor in these numbers. Guys I like, 
I, I picked these three specifically. I picked them specifically. I looked at the roster and I already had a feeling on Jax. Already had a feeling on Polo. And then Mally, if you're looking at the entire rotation, I thought about Bailey Ober here for a, a pitcher I like. I thought about Bailey Ober. I picked Mally because of those underlying numbers because he's only 28. And because he had he has more innings on his arm than Bailey Ober. I expect Mally to have a longer leash in innings than I do Bailey Ober in 2023. I think Ober, I would be happy if Ober reached 120, 130 innings. I think Mally absolutely can get back to 150, 160 if his shoulder holds up in 2023. That's a big if. Perhaps it's a big if, but I like him the most out of these five with his upside. I like him the most of the Maeda, Ryan, Mally, Gray, Ober group. I think Mally's my favorite and the most underrated going into 2023 with his upside at his current age and those numbers on the fastball and that nasty little split piece at target field. Thank you so much for making lockdown twins. Your first listen every single day on the lockdown sports network where it's your team every day. Now make your second listen lockdown sports today. Peter Bukowski brings you the biggest stories from around the sports world in 20 minutes get the analysis and opinions before anyone else with our local and national experts and insiders lockdown sports today podcast available on youtube and wherever you get your podcast thank you so much again let me know in the comments twins you like let me know the twins you like for 2023 if you have a problem with any of my three put it in the comments let me hear from you thanks so much have a great day as always go twins thursday three twins i dislike i don't dislike them just dislike them for 2023 as a a key contributor. Thanks so much. Have a great day. Go Twins.